What's up, guys? Matt here. <laughs> I don't know. I just I got to do a podcast tonight because it's it's almost midnight, but it's been a really weird day, and I just I want to talk about a few things um, in general. But first, I want to talk about um, yesterday being Tuesday. I had the honor of like speaking with this awesome dude, Brandon Martin, who's the son of the creator and owner of Skatopia. Uh, Bruce Martin and Brandon is also like a professional skateboarder, obviously, because Bruce is, you know, <laughs> that gene got passed down and that's all cool. Anyways, we talked for like an hour and a half. Um, it was a really good conversation. I'm just I'm just reflecting, but it's all a, here's the thing even about podcasting versus like, like I feel like bands that won't release certain versions or whatever of something. Because it's not like polished or whatever. But with podcasting, I feel that there should be like, you know, well, number one, you've said, I've said, you've said, I'm going nuts, sorry. I've said on this podcast before um, that I want this raw, you know, and unedited, number one, which I do because I think it makes it better. Um, And two, like. I want to try and experiment with things on this podcast to see what's good and what's bad, you know, and I want to post everything, whether it's, whether somebody considers it a professional quality or an amateur quality or whatever word you want to use, because I just want to show progression. Okay. When I do art, like I like to show the progression of like the raw start to, to the finish, whatever the finish is. I don't even want to maybe not even use that word finish, but like the raw start to like progression as time goes on and how it progresses. You know, even like with this podcast, like I was like, I, I, I even saw on like the Facebook page I originally created in, in the, you know, the art I was using then versus the killer logo I have now. And it's just like, I just love the progression of art projects as they go on. It's just a really cool, interesting thing. And, and to go through it as a creator, you know, it just makes you feel like your thing gets more and more like, I don't even want to say official, but like more and more like concrete. That's a better word. Yeah. So at any rate, um, yeah, the Brandon Martin interview went really well. Um, the funny parts were when we, <laughs> I feel like we, we both got excited about topics and I was technically supposed to be the host. And then I thought about it too after it. And I'm like, this is the first time I even attempted to be a host of a podcast. You know, I mean, I, I guess no, because I've been doing it the whole time, but my point is a host with a guest. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, you know? So it's like, because of that, it was an interesting experience and it was a great experiment. And, you know, I had every kind of thought when I was listening to it, when I came home, of course, good and bad, but um, as a creator and artist person, like you always, you're going to critique your own work. Like that's a normal thing. Like you're, you're going to be, have up and down feelings about certain things when you were trying to do things, you know, of how it turned out. I feel that I think that's fair and there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying, I just like to see the progression, but, um, but anyways, yeah. So I wasn't the best host because I would cut him off. <laughs> Because I was getting excited about a point that he was making. And it wasn't that I was trying to cut him off. It was just more like I got excited and I had to chime in. And also, like, why can't you just chime in on a podcast and interrupt each other anyways, you know? I mean, I know I mean I've seen it on, on TikTok podcasts that are all professional with all these microphones. Yeah. So on that topic too, I am gonna get a microphone that's decent for guests. 
I don't need a microphone when I record myself or if I have someone send me a story and email it to me, like make, write, or record a story on their phone and then email it to me and I put it up. I don't need a microphone for that because everything on here is really crisp, clear audio. This is the Brandon Martin one with an interview with another person inviting somebody on the podcast from a, a different state, you know, you know, somewhat cross country. I just tried that for the first time ever in my entire life yesterday. And I say for the most part, you know, when you can hear us talk, it's crystal clear. So for the most part, it went pretty well. And I know what I need to do to improve. So I learned a lot. Also learned a lot from what Brandon said. So the podcast quality and content was good. You know, just need to be a little better of a host and let people finish their points before I chime in. But I've never been like that kind of a host before so how would I be real good at it my first time and I was pretty good I'm just saying like I mean a couple people shared it right away so they liked it I don't think people hate it it's just um it's just maybe a little too raw I don't know well I mean it's just interruption like miscommunication (laughs) weird shit but it was just two people like truth people just going at you know going at points and stuff that's all so no big deal but I'm just saying I'm, I'm just reflecting on the experience a day later and I'm just saying like I learned so much just from doing that thing one time yesterday on my day off you know I learned a lot so now I really know how to be a podcast host with guests, like professionally, from like making the quote unquote society term of mistakes. But look at how much I learned from cutting Brandon Martin off a bunch of times. Do you see what I'm saying? So like it's all good. So at any rate, that that's just the reflection of that. We talked about it so much cool stuff. He talked about his upbringing, which was way different than anybody that just went to kindergarten and then, you know grade school and then uh high school and college and careers he he lived way different than all of us that did that so it was amazing to get somebody's perspective like that um he said he would definitely come back on he also said i in the podcast we, we said, i even said like well maybe we should do one about philosophy too and he's like i'd love to do that so he you know and and, and he gave me he, he gave me like some he was like, well, maybe just be a better host. He'd said that after, you know, I uploaded it. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I, I appreciate that kind of criticism because it's like, you're right. Like, but I've never also really been that type of host, you know, trying something new on my podcast. But now that I've tried it, it's like, I know how to make it better. I'm going to get a mic to make the sound crystal clear so there's no, and then I'm not going to interrupt people. But it's like, there we go. Like from doing this experiment, quote unquote, I learned so much about how to be even better at it. So it's like, yeah, that nothing bad came from it. It was all good. So there's that. That's cool, man. I mean, but now just, it just opens up another way to get people on here without, can you know, can you just record something when you have some free time? Because people are going to forget if you don't remind them. And that's a, a lot of, that it's a, that's a lot of reminders too. So, because I'm going to forget too. Time passes, man. You bring something up to somebody, they say, oh, yeah. You say, oh, yeah, we'll do it. And then a couple weeks goes by and nothing, you know. And I'm not, everybody has busy lives, so. So, this way, where I can be anywhere and, you know, invite guests from anywhere in the world at this point, I think it'll, 
definitely open up a lot more borders because people will really want to tune in to different people's stories, you know. It's just, it just makes everything more convenient and easy. You know, and even now, even my buddy Noah's like, oh, I'll be on it if we can do it that way. So, like, see somebody else is already even interested this way because it's easier than, like, dude, when you have, like, when you get home from work and after you play your guitar, do your art, can you record for my art? You know, it's hard. <laughs> Anyways, I just know how it is from being a creator for 20 years, you know. It's like how I know retail, like the back of my hand, because I've been in it for 20 years. So, anyways, that's all awesome. Okay, now let's get to a weird thing that happened today. This was bizarre. So, okay, like, I live, like... <laughs> I don't care. Like, I've had weirdos my whole life, like, knock on the door, even at, like, 11 at night or midnight. And you shouldn't ever really give away where you live at the same time at this point in time. Like, Google Maps can pretty much find anybody's address, so who fucking cares, you know? If someone really wanted to find where you live, they can, so whatever. So I'm just saying, I live right near York High School. And, okay, so, like, there's this weird, like, building, and it used to be, like, a voting place. And I don't know, I don't know what else they did there the rest of the year, you know, or the rest of the times there was no voting stuff or no election stuff going on. I don't know, I don't remember, I, I never went in there, I never bothered them, I, I don't go into places and bother people and ask them what they're doing. I, I'm not that nuts. <laughs> well... So anyways, it's some like it's it's something that has to do with Elmhurst College and York High School. It's like a transitions building. Maybe it's for like special needs. I have no idea. I really don't know. There's no sign outside that explains what it is. It just says what it, you know, the name of the building like most places. So anyways, there's this like basketball court with one hoop and then a a park bench behind the building and there's literally a fence that 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 covers that goes all the way to another to another fence that leads up to train tracks that and then past the train tracks is York High School um and so so I'm just taking a sip of this nuts drink um <laughs> but uh so anyways so there's a fence that separates the building from this basketball court with one hoop and, and this one park bench. So yes, like as a bike rider person, like I like to stop at places where they have park benches and just take a few hits of weed sometimes or not even sometimes and just listen to music and just chill off my speaker on my bicycle and just chill. And, and I'm by myself, and I'm not with a crowd of people trying to make a scene, or I'm just minding my own business. Now, today got weird at the place. Like, I'm never going to go back to this spot again, you know, because it's weird, too. And I'll tell you why it's weird in, in it for a few reasons. First off, okay, so today, I went there for literally, like, I don't know, I had, like, like 10 or 15 minutes to kill. Hmm. And it's right near my parents' house where I'm living, so it's a close spot. If I got to go home real quick and change for work, you know, I, I'm not, like, running later. I'm not in Villa Park far or Lombard or, you know, somewhere else far. I'm, like, real close to my house, so it only takes a couple minutes to, like, 
ride back and, you know, go home and get ready for work or whatever I got to do. Um, so this, so like, yeah, a bunch of people like normal while I was standing there, just like came in and out of the building, some waved, some ignored me, some looked at me, some didn't, you know, whatever, no big deal. Then all of a sudden, this really weird guy with a York High School sweatshirt comes out with, with an attitude. And I was already kind of like, I don't know, like, I had to get up and go to like a checkup for the doctor for my voice today. And he basically looked at my throat and said, like, there's not much more mucus. Like, sorry not to be like graphic, but it, I don't know, like, sinus problems are crazy. So... At least these days, they're real crazy. They last for months. Um. So this guy comes out, and he's like, "What?" He's like, "Excuse me," and I'm like, "I was talking on the phone, number one, to my friend Vance," and he interrupts my phone conversation, number one. And he's like, "Excuse me, this is private property," and because he was so rude to me while I was on the phone, I just looked up at him and I said, "Why isn't there a sign then?" That, that this part that's blocked off from the building in the parking lot, why isn't there a sign that says property of bridge, whatever this thing is, transition, whatever the name of this place is, you know, why is there a sign that says like private property, please no public, you know, whatever. So I said that and he like didn't like what I said. And then I, I don't know, I was kind of, I just felt a little unstable today, to be honest. I'm trying, I'm trying to get my lithium back because I, I've had another experience where I just got really busy with life and this podcast and, I don't know, enjoying life in these negative times to like, okay, also too, let me just go into this one sec, sorry, I know I jump around, but whatever, I think that makes it more interesting too, so, <laughs> and on a podcast you can jump around, you're allowed, so, <laughs> um, no, so like I, I used to get like a decent amount of lithium refilled and Osco would refill like every every refill I had like quickly so I wouldn't have to like they would even help me because they work with, you know, some of the nurse practitioners and psychiatrists, like the pharmacy people at the uh, you know, drug stores and uh so sometimes they're really, they know me at Jewel because I've worked there, blah, blah, blah. So, and I'm not saying just because of that. I'm just saying they're really nice pharmacy people. So sometimes they'll refill like a couple extra of your refills um, just so you don't have to like, you know, always make a doctor's appointment. Like, because they, they understand all this stuff, how hard it is to work even five days a week. What it was, I'm called part-time. And then like fucking keep up on your fucking mental health at the same time like that's a battle that i'd like to see people who aren't labeled mentally ill try number one but yeah um so anyways first this is another thing where my mother is bizarre and she, she got mad at me that i had multiple bottles and i was trying to explain to her that number one oscar refilled them and i didn't ask for them they just refilled them so that's not my fault and number two if i stockpile a little then i don't have to go back to the doctor for a while because i have medication and i'll stay you know what what society calls stable so I did the smartest thing and I still got in trouble for it by my mother. And I'm like, so, so then my point of that is, is that she ended up taking the bag of pills and hiding them on me. 
And then I never knew how much I had left. So now I ran out. But if I would have had control of my pill bottles in my room, I probably would have had a better chance of either asking my parents for help on maybe getting a refill if I'm really busy or taking care of it myself. So it's this control thing that authority of parents and teachers and people at trans high school, college, transit. I mean, it's just, there's so many people that aren't even, okay, police or whatever. That's they're like teachers and they want to be authority. And you're like, nah, dude, you're not authority. Number one. So quit being a wannabe. Oh, I've never even said this in my life before. Quit being a wannabe authority guy. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, Back to this. So, yeah, so I'm out of my pills. And now, and yeah, and I, after a couple days of not taking them, because your body gets used to what you take, obviously, I get a little edgy. So when I was dealing with this guy at this, like, fake park behind this building, I, I, or private property or whatever. But what's so crazy, too, is I've seen different age kids, not just York High School kids, but other kids come and play basketball on it. So is it just that one guy that thinks it's private property? Also, check this out. The other day, I was there for like 10 minutes. Again, just I just go to these places to kill like 10, 15 minutes before I go home. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I guess I have to find better hiding spots to kill 10 or 15 minutes in this society these days crazy right because this place is also off the road and, bare, and nobody from the road can even see you only the people that work at the building can see you know so it's like it's even in the back of a building like behind the, the you know saint charles road and uh, i don't know so yeah like I, I felt a little edgy today and like so I said something else back to this guy. I'm like, I'm so sick of fucking Elmhurst. He And he heard me when I said, I don't know how much he heard, but I know he heard that. And then I said something like, like, try being poor for five minutes. <laughs> I mean, I, this guy pissed me off because everybody else who worked at the building. And also, let me just add this one thing in. <laughs> yesterday, I, I think I was just going to say this, and then I got sidetracked again, but yesterday I was there for five or 10 or 15 minutes, whatever, 12 minutes, whatever. And a cop pulls in and I, and he, I, he was coming towards me and I'm like, oh shit, this guy's going to tell me to leave or whatever. And then I have weed on me and Elmhurst cops like to question like, what's in your pocket? They're that weird of cops. So it's like, all right. So when I ever, you know, at, at this point in life, whether I did anything or not that people, other people don't like or whatever, I just try to pack up my stuff and leave so there's no confrontation. I just feel that's the smartest thing in these times, you know. But at any rate, the cop had nothing to do with me and turned around and just stopped at the edge of the driveway of the parking lot to try to pull people over. Now, check this one out, too. If these cops knew that that was private property, he would have come and talked to me. But he never did. So it might just be this one dick. So you know what I did? I did the most responsible, you know, thing where I can't get in any trouble, but I made note of what happened. I did a Google review on the place about what happened to try to get them to put a sign back there. 
Because that's because I also said to the guy when he was kind of being rude to me, I was like, well, this is confusing, man, because there's even a fence like blocking the whole thing off. And there's no sign that says don't, you know, do not enter at the beginning of the driveway or no sign like private prop. I mean, you people know when, when there's a sign that says private property, you know, on the front of the property and you know not to go on there because that's trespassing. But when there's no sign and, and you've been there for weeks already and nobody said a word and then this one guy goes off on you, it's like, was that guy, you know, just being an authority asshole? Is that really true that it's private property or is he just being a dick? Like, I don't know. And that's why I kind of got a little edgy with him and said a couple kind of goofy things, you know, but... I mean, goofy in their mind, but not goofy in my mind because Elmhurst is a hard suburb to deal with in Illinois because a lot of these people have a lot of money, number one, and they don't, okay, they have a lot of money. Most people in this town, most people in DuPage County also are heterosexual. So imagine like being a guy like me, and I know a couple people in the suburbs that are like, gay or whatever i mean i can't believe people don't even like those words dude like i don't know this country like homophobe people that like who cares what you like while you're alive like what the fuck on that too but anyways um you know so yeah this thing really got me annoyed like i was even telling like elmhurst residents about it at work just to get their feedback and most of them were like that's wrong you should have you shouldn't have gone through that today i told them i'd been there a bunch of times and yeah people would like look at me for a second like check me out is, is this guy okay which is fair enough at any establishment i get that but the fact that this guy was really i mean he he made my friend vance hang up i think vance got scared like it was fucking weird so yeah i was bringing it up while i was cashiering tonight and most of them were like no they were in the wrong they should have told you the first time you were there that it was private property and no one ever did you know yeah so that was crazy you know so i don't know tomorrow i'm gonna try see then i got high tonight and i feel level-headed I guess I, I guess I'm the type that needs a combination of some lithium, which I'm not so mad about taking lithium because it's almost like an old medicine. Lithium's been around to even people's brains out for fucking you know hundreds of years already. So, it, and I don't think lithium is ever going to do anything that bad to my liver or my insides. I think it's a pretty, and I take such a small. I only need like a like a real small amount. Like. That's why I laugh about the mentally ill thing. Like, yeah, I might be a little bit, a touch of it, but there's no way I'm a full-on mentally ill guy. I've seen those people in the, on the West Coast, and they're on meth. Oh, shit, he's bringing some out. They're on meth. <laughs> Sorry, like the printer just went off and I got scared. I don't know. You just never know what's going to happen in these times. Hold on one sec, sorry. This life is really weird. Okay, anyway, sorry if you couldn't hear me. I, I don't know, like, I was just, I'm just I'm in my basement to be courteous to doing the podcast. And all of a sudden, the printer just started going. I don't know if you heard that because I put the phone down for one second. I just had to do something. But 
Um, you know, all of a sudden my printer just goes off at 12, 15 a.m. in the basement of a random, I mean, it's, I don't, I printed stuff out late at night too. I'm not saying it's like that crazy, but it, it just caught me off guard that the printer started going off. Anyways, so yeah, like Elmhurst and I just don't really get along. And I don't even know if it's the poor versus rich thing. I know it's the weed thing. I know Elm, a lot of Elmhurst people that are like religious. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying this is what I've experienced in my lifetime from a, a suburb like this being a stoner. I know there's a lot of crazy old religion here. And they, they like their alcohol and they don't like weed. You know. And that's fine. I, I, that's fine. But, what, my, but what's not fine... It's when they judge you for doing something that's way less detrimental to your health, like weed instead of alcohol. You know. And and and, and that I mean I mean that's not just Elmhurst, that's the whole world. Like I'm always gonna like not always enjoy the holidays as much the rest of my life, you know, because everybody's gonna be fucking drinking and because it's it's fine. I, like I said, I don't mind being around people that are drinking. I'm just saying, like, I'm not I'm not in that culture anymore. So I mean, I don't even know like any. I mean, it was so funny when I worked at this liquor store in Elmhurst for a couple months too. I knew none of these IPAs. People would ask for recommendations. I just grab one from the cooler and go, "This one's really good," and that's what I would do. I had no idea about any of these beers. It was so fucking funny when I do it that. And then after a couple months, I'm like, I'm gonna job hop somewhere else. I didn't. I that was probably. I, I only the only reason I took that job was, um, it was full time and there was like some kind of benefits down the road offered. But I don't care about alcohol, so I didn't care about selling it. <laughs> you know. Well, so anyways, I probably got off track, but getting off track is an adventure, so that's cool. Um, no, but weird day today. I'll just say overall, like. You know, so like I said, anyways, tomorrow I'm gonna try to call like this old nurse practitioner and see if I can look like I had a bunch of bottles of lithium. I was fine for months, and then like I ran out, and I'm busy, and I'm working a lot, and I'm working on art, and I'm seeing a therapist, and I'm doing all these things. You know, can we at least? You know, I need to get a bottle of lithium. And I think also what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go up to Osco tomorrow. And I'm going to ask if I can get, like, sometimes they'll give you, like, five pills just to, like, chill out. Oh, I've done all this shit. I know. <laughs> I've been down all these routes of this mental illness shit my whole life. Like, whether I have it or not. Like I said, I think I have, like, a touch at the most. But <laughs> I'm a pretty high-functioning person. Even off my medication, I can still go to work. I'm just a little more of, like, an edgier person where I just feel edgier. That's all. Like, and then lithium, just, like, lithium like sedates me no like even this one cool cool girl at work like the other day she's like i just had to take three klonopin on break just to sedate myself to ring up customers and i'm like yeah i get it like i need my lithium to sedate myself so i don't go on rants about how hard life is at work you know because <laughs> I've, I've said it all at jewel and whole foods and at whole foods they love me though like, even when I say something kind of goofy, they, like, like my perspective at Whole Foods more than Jewel. Jewel just sucks, whatever. That place is an ultimate depression building. Yeah, and negative building. No, really, I'll just say one thing. I worked at Jewel for two years, and uh, 
I had a couple customers that were, you know, kind of regulars, and they would always say, like, Matt, you're the happiest person in this whole building. I'm like, that's so funny. So, but yeah, at any rate, on the whole, like, today was a really bizarre day, so I'm going to try to get a, you know, I think my plan of going to get a few pills so I can just have, like, one for work to relax, you know, and, like, maybe one for tomorrow while we figure out how to get a bottle of them or if I have to go get an appointment again, whatever, I'll go through it. I, I, I mean, this is another time in life. Again, like, I, I, I might be able to, I, I might have posted some crazy Facebook statuses today to vent or whatever, but it's another reminder that I do need this one pill in my life because it, it keeps me calm and level-headed. And when I'm off of it for a few days, I start, you know, blowing steam and going nuts. So at least I can recognize that about myself. And my parents see it too. They see the difference and they've seen this difference. I don't know. I've gone on and off a lot, not intentionally. And I know I'm not the only one that has trouble, like, remembering to refill their pills sometimes. You're not the only one, Matt, that I know. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, otherwise, like I said, with the Brandon Martin thing, yes, it's just what a weird two days. Like, yesterday... I went to my therapist. We had a killer session. Oh, yeah, also I started therapy. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. But And I have a killer therapist that first session didn't tell me, like, when I told her I was, like, a creative artist type, she wasn't like, well, you're 42. You got to give that up. Like, other therapists that I've been to, this one was younger. I think she's in her 30s. And she she has, like, a master's in, like, cognitive behavior thinking or some kind of – I mean, I know what it means, but I'm just saying, like, it's some type of psychology masters. And then she goes, I also have like a degree in theater because I'm a creative type too. And I'm like, so you understand like the creation process or putting on a show for an audience. Like you fucking get it. So this is a good therapist for me because she has she's part creative artist type too. Not her I mean her career is her therapy. But I bet you every once in a while she probably like, you know joins a play or something or a theater thing and you know gets into it for a little bit just to have some fun you know so I mean I'm sure I'll ask her that next time but <laughs> so anyways like that went really well and then I went even though it was like a really stormy day like I rode to a forest preserve and got there I got a little wet on the way well but I got right under a like a whatever gazebo can I mean it's not a gazebo but it's like one of those like what do they call them groves or whatever and forest preserves like where there's benches and there's a roof you know so I got under one of those and then what was really weird too is when I started the podcast at two um it stopped raining and it got all light it was real dark when I first got there like the sky and it just and I'd made a joke like maybe they'll pass over and then it just passed over and then I started the podcast and it was like you know the ground was wet and whatever but the rain had stopped and it cleared up and it was almost sunny right when I started the podcast with Brandon Martin yesterday it was so fucking weird that's literally what happened so I you know but yeah it's like I said it's just so weird how you can go, have dichotomy days where like yesterday I you know, went to a therapist that I, I like and checked it out and, you know, was brave and talked about a lot of stuff and it was good. And then, and then after, you know, doing that tough thing or whatever people want to call it in society, like, 
I didn't think it was tough. The hour went by real fast, and we just talked and talked. And she, you know, she listened. She challenged me a little. She did everything, little credit, you know, of constructive criticism, everything. She's a good, she's a good therapist. So I'm really happy about that. You know, she took a lot of notes. She was really listening. Like she was a, she, I, I just, and this is in Elmer, so I don't have to like. Oh, waste a bunch of money on a lift just to go to therapy. Like, the place is in Elmhurst, and I can ride my bike there, and it's going to get warmer even next week when I go. So, you know, no problems on that. I mean, yeah, we have a lot of rain in the summer, or I'm sorry, the spring, but whatever, man. I mean, this whole thing that you got to be under a car in an Uber or, you know, safe from the rain at all times. I'm a bike rider, dude. I don't, I mean, yeah, I'd rather not have to get soaked. But if it happens, I'm not going to be like, oh, I fucked up major. Or if I step in a puddle and get my shoe wet, it's like I'd rather have a wet shoe than be behind the wheel of a car and risk getting, you know, pulled over. Like, yeah. So, whatever. It's all good. It's just like, I mean, like I said, I'm Matt Bennett and I'll always love life and I'll always create art whether I make it or people call me a failure or mentally ill or whatever. I'm always going to create art. I know that because I've been doing it for 20 years. And, and I will even say, I know I've said in other podcasts, but even just having a life of working a job and then creating on your off hours, I mean, that's a lucky life of its own. You know, not every person is even going to live that kind of life. But like I said, of course, I want this to take off. I've already put so much fucking, I mean, this is year four of it already. You know, it took Mr. Beast, that guy on YouTube now that gives away millions, it took him somewhere between five and seven years to make it. So it's like, yeah, it takes time. That's life, you know. And sometimes you can deal with it. Sometimes you're frustrated. That's the mind of a creator. <laughs> and anybody that says I'm wrong, they're not a real creator. So, <laughs> Exactly. So at any rate, I think I'm going to get going. But I don't know. Who knows what tomorrow is going to bring? Like, I don't know. Oh, and then I'm also dealing with, like, my buddy Vance. His apartment is so fucked up. And he found a new apartment. But every time... I wake up and try to like, you know, yeah, I'm going to come over and help you for a couple hours, like pack boxes. Like I have something else to do. So, and then he's sitting there like, nobody will help me. And it's like, well, I mean, yesterday we kind of, last night we kind of like got into it for a second too. And I'm like, well, you know what, Vance, like I, I, someone helped me today from a different state that wasn't Illinois. So yeah, nobody in Illinois will help me either. And I'm not asking for people to help me other than be on this podcast. That's the only thing. <laughs> and just do an interview or just talk or therapy, talk, you know, talk about a subject, whatever. That's all I am. I'm asking people to do, you know, nothing, not, you know, 20, 30 minutes, an hour of your time. And most, I mean, Brandon Martin, I went for an hour and a half. We just had a lot to say. He had a lot to say. I had a lot to whatever. I mean, I don't care how long we go or how much time you have, you know, I, that's all the only thing I ask of the world, like with this project is to get more and more people's stories and perspectives on here. That's all I ask. But, and if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'm going to keep going myself. You know, it is what it is. But like, I'm just saying like, yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I work tomorrow and then I'm off Friday. Thank God. And I love when I'm off on payday because it's like you can go get some cash and go get some weed and just chill on your day. I just, the reason why I want to do the podcast the most for the living is I'm getting so tired of being, 
you know, having a ghost. Like my struggle during the morning is when I go out for my morning bike ride and then it's time to go home and get ready for work. And I've even talked about this with coworkers and they have, some of them have the same weird struggle where it's like, it's hard. Well, I'm not saying just the whole foods. I'm sure there's a lot of us or whatever worldwide people that these days are really struggling to want to even go to their job anymore. You know, even if like me, even like me, that it's real good at it and real confident about any task I can take on, you know, in retail. So, you know, but sometimes you just don't want to do, I mean, even Isaac Brock from Modest Mouse in this one really good interview that's on YouTube with him. Even he said, like, chances are, even if you're going to do something with your life that you love a lot and are really passionate about, there's still going to be nights when you don't even want to do it. So, you know, and that's the guy that like made it with like, you know, some, I mean, Modest Mouse has been around for a long ass time, but also really sad. I don't know if I've ever said on the, this podcast, but uh, Jeremiah Green, their drummer has died, I don't know, within the past six months or so. And he had a rough life. Like he had kind of like a bipolar life. And like, I think, I think he took mushrooms a couple times and like flipped out and like, I understand. I've been there, done that, but whatever. But um, I don't. I've never like flipped out on mushrooms. I've done some weird shit. Uh, whatever. Maybe I have. Who knows? But yeah, sad he died. But yeah, my point is like Modest Mouse has been around for a long time. But they, once again, they're another band that just kept going. And then, um, you know that when they're good news for good people, that like bad news is that the name of the album? When that album came out, you know. Um, it got big. So it's like, they got big, you know, and, and they worked hard all those years. But my point is, even in the interview, Isaac Brock is like, yeah, but he, there's some days I don't want to play a show. And what's so weird is I've, I've even heard other bands like Nirvana and even Foo Fighters. And you know, Dave Grohl like loves playing music for people. I've even heard they say, like, and even the guy from New Radicals that, that had that one song on the radio, like, don't let go, you got the music in you, you know, that song. Even I read an article from him back in the 90s, and, and a lot of them say touring, which I guess I get, gets boring because you just go to the city to city and you just go to the hotel and then you go play the show, and then you just go to the next city. I mean, to a lot of people, that would be a dream life. But I guess, you know, even Nirvana, I, I, there's a, some video out there that's where Kurt Cobain says, like, touring's boring. So it's like, that's interesting, too. So that's another example of how those people did what they loved with their life, and they were even bored with what they loved sometimes. So that, you know, it's just an interesting thing about life is that, just because you get to do what you want to do with your time doesn't always mean you love it every minute. Or sometimes with art, there's a lot of frustration with technology or making it sound crisper, clearer, better. audio issues and audio engineer. I mean, it's hard. The whole, the whole process of the word art is fucking hard. It, there's, there's no easy way to make art. Like, there's not. So <laughs> it's a huge ass problem. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes things go wrong. Like we made it all the way to the end of, you know, filming Matt Bennett's show and putting the DVD together. And then like the computer wouldn't burn it or only burn like half of it. And it's like, dude, like people have no idea what can go wrong with an art project. That's what's so funny. 
especially if you put, I mean, we put almost a decade into that and it's still not like, like, I think I, I don't know my issue. I have a copy that's like halfway of it and I want to at least put that on YouTube for something. Cause what's so sad is I have empty DVD cases that are signed by me, but there's no DVD in there. And then my buddy, Dan, Dan, the cameraman who was the filmmaker or the cameraman, I should say. I mean, he's part of We were all the filmmakers, whatever, and editors and everything, cameraman. We all did it all. But, um, you know, he's saying, my buddy Mikey might have one copy, but even on our group chat, like, Mikey barely even, like, speaks up. And I, I hope he's doing okay. I love him as a friend. But these times have distanced people from talking so fucking much for all these various reasons, too. So... You know, I, I, but anyways, my buddy Dan, the cameraman said Mikey might have one copy of it, like on a, on the wall, like he, he, he put one in, in like a, a frame on the wall or something. That's what Dan said. I never even knew that happened, but if it did, we could have one copy of the full Matt Bennett show. I'm not sure, you know, but so, so my issue is I don't have a laptop or a computer here at my parents' house, so I would love to like find somewhere where I could upload this half of the movie or whatever that the DVD that I have just for something for YouTube, you know? But I don't have a laptop or a fucking... And what I used to even do is I'd go to Elmhurst College and use the guest computers and I'd bring DVDs or CDs and, like, upload shit. I used to even do it there, but they took the guest computers away. So I'm like, man. So I just got to find, like, somebody that's cool with a laptop that I could, like, we could just upload this DVD to YouTube. So at least, like, there's some kind of... I mean, I'm not saying there's a lot of Matt Bennett show stuff on YouTube, you know, but I'm just saying, like, so then people could kind of see, like, the movie that we're trying to put together. Eventually, I'll get to it. I'm doing all this other stuff, so eventually I'll get to it. But I, I want, I, you know, I want something. But if my buddy Mikey happened to have a copy of that, he would save the day, you know. But I, like I said, I don't know. He has depression issues, too, even though he has a lot of money and he works really hard. And he's a really, like, smart entrepreneur. But sometimes he has depression issues, too. So I get it. I'm not, like... You know, I'm, and I don't always reach out to him either, fair enough. So, you know, it's really weird. My friend Dan said for us, all of us as friends, like, that we would stay in touch, but we would never call each other, like, a long time ago during Matt Bennett's show times. And he's right. Like, we never call each other. We text in our group chat. But that's about it. Weird. So, I don't know. It's just weird that he said that a long time ago, and it's stuck. That's all I'm saying. So... At any rate, <laughs> it's got 42 minutes, but I'm going to get going. But anyways, I don't know. You guys have a killer Thursday. I'm going to, I got a lot to do, of course, always. Got to deal with my mental health. Got to go to work. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> figure out which podcast mic I want to buy for guests and this and this and this. So I'm going to get my shit done. And uh, okay, I'm off work Friday, so I just have to work tomorrow until like 930 and then Oh, free on Friday, can sleep in and do whatever I want, and I don't have to be anywhere. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Anyways, you guys have a great night. And again, I really, really appreciate, like, even this guy, this dude I know that's, like, friends with, like, a couple of the people that used to grow up on my block. You know, he's, like, friends with those people. Um, 
he's still in contact with me on Facebook. And he's like, dude, I just gave you like a good review on Spotify, you know. And I even asked him, we'll see what he says. I, I took a screenshot of it, but I, I even asked him, like, can I use that like little, you know, um, chat where you said like you gave it a nice review and then I said like thanks man you know can I use that little thing for like a video so he didn't respond we'll see what happens if not no big deal whatever but just try to be creative with like again the process of like people enjoying your project and showing that because you do have to show that part too I'm just gonna say that um and that's that's not all like egotistical that's just like people enjoying your shit that's good so yeah so at any rate I think that's all I got Oh, yeah, I went to the doctor this morning, too, for my voice, and he, he, oh, I think I said it. Yeah, I'm fine there, whatever. I mean, it's not 100%. I don't think, oh, also, like, I don't think I'm going to go back to the choir. Um, Because it's just not my scene. Like, I don't regret trying. Okay, I'm never going to regret trying any kind of art that's even, like, out of the ordinary for, like, other people I know and what they're doing. Like, I'll never, like, regret that because... I mean, all those choir performances I have under my belt are fucking awesome, too. Just like a band or, you know. I mean, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying, I think I, a long time ago in one of these podcasts, I said something like a performance is a performance, and that's true. I just want to try something else. I, I know I'm a good singer. I know I, I, can, I have a really good ear for the piano. You know, and over the years, I have really learned how to, like, sight read better and read music. So I know I know how to do all that. So I, it's not that I don't think I have it in me. It's just, like, when I go to these rehearsals, like, these people are all rich with 401ks, and I'm a poor guy going for my dreams still. I mean, we're on different pages. Like, nothing wrong with singing with people or collaborating with different types of people, even religious people. Not Nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying, like, it's not my scene, so... They just don't, and like, and, and then every solo I did, I was the only guy that did a rock and roll song. And every time the pianist was like, well, I don't know any rock and roll. And then I'd look at him and like, I don't know any classical. I mean, that well or care, you know, okay. I don't want to say I don't know it because I've sang a lot of classical in my life throughout my life, but I'm saying I don't, I'm not passionate about classical music. Just like our pianist and choir is passionate about, and it all makes sense. And there's nothing wrong with people like, I'm just saying like, it was just funny a couple times from like the solo thing, like everybody else would do like a folk thing or a classical thing. And I was the only one that always would sing a rock song at the solo night in February. You know, I, it's just interesting. I don't know. Like, I mean, they allowed it. And like when I sing Hey Jude by the Beatles, like the whole crowd got into it. You know, I mean, I would pick songs that everybody would know, you know, I'm not going to pick an obscure song, but I'm just saying like, so but I just think I need to do something else. But I know I'm a good singer, you know. I know I can read music. I know, you know, I can fucking, you know, be part of it. even a group of religious people that I don't really, like, follow. I can even be part of that. So I know I can be part of, like, any kind of project, you know, um, not any, but like most, because I have a lot of interesting singing experiences already in my life, you know, so... I don't know, maybe I'll start a band late in life. You never know, man. You never fucking know what's going to happen. You know, I mean, that'd be so crazy if I went from like a choir boy to like a fucking, you know, alternative rock guy. Like, that would be nuts, but you never know what's going to happen in this life. So, at any rate, this is Matt for Crazy Life Stories. I know this was a long one, but I feel it was really good. Plus, I just needed to get all this out anyway. So, you guys have a wonderful Thursday and into your weekend. 
And all oh, Easter's coming up too. It was so busy at work today. I was stressed because of Easter and Good Friday. I was like, Gee, oh yeah, I'm off on Good Friday. Nuts. So anyways, you guys have a great night. This is Matt for Crazy Life Stories. Um, on all these platforms, it keeps growing, you know. Um, oh, I did get one follower. I haven't worked on it a lot because I've been focusing on other stuff. But I did get a couple, or no, one follower on the weird, like, bizarre exercise thing I'm trying to do too. So I think it's funny that I finally got a follower. And that's what I mean. You never know. One follower could start a lot of things or you could get nothing for months. Who knows? But I just think it's funny that I was at work and I got a notification like blah, blah, blah is now a follower of yours. And I'm like, huh? So it does work eventually. (laughs) I'm not saying I don't know that. I've built many pages on social media. I'm just saying, Sometimes ones take a longer to take off or whatever. That's all I'm saying. And that's part of life. So at any rate, you guys have a wonderful night. And uh, I'm sure some of you are already in bed because you got to get up early for work or whatever. And uh, it'll be funny when you listen to that. But anyways, um, take care, guys. Have a good weekend. And uh, like I said, I, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I just don't think Chicago is going to fully ever understand a guy like me, which is fair enough because I'm a pretty complex, interesting, strange cat. You know, not strange in a bad way, just interesting and strange, you know, weird. You know, nerd. I definitely know all my life I've always had some of that, like, nerdy weirdoness, you know. And that's probably why I went through a big emo stage of music because there's a lot of, like, guys like me with glasses that, you know, in college used to love to go to, like, basement shows with weird, like, unknown emo bands like oh i've done it all it's nuts anyways have a killer night guys peace